we are talking about one of my favourite subjects. So I do have a very sweet tooth. Um, I'll, I'll be honest. Don't tell the dentist. No, no don't, don't. Yeah, you got a bit of sweet tooth, Ashley? I used to have. Yeah, but I do like a, a bit old M and M's. Ooh, the peanut ones. Ooh, very nice. We're talking about sweets because uh, we're joined now on the line by uh, Charlie Wells and his partner Georgia, who live in Egham and started their business, Sweets and Sour. It all started. Uh, well, morning, by the way. Morning, both of you. Good morning. Good morning. So this is uh, this is amazing. You've got this business, which is like a global business. You've got you've got viral on the internet. You've got an actual shop in Egham. Started as a lockdown project, Charlie. I believe. Tell me all about that. Yeah, so it started coming out of the first lockdown. Um, I lost my job in lockdown. I was previously a holiday rep um, working abroad, so I lost my job in lockdown. And Georgia was still working as a care worker. Mm. Um, and I tried to get a job through uh, multiple companies, but I just I couldn't get a job because um, obviously so many people were applying for jobs. So we thought, well, let's make our own money. Um, we didn't have sweets in mind. We just wanted to. Um, start up a business. So originally we were going to go into selling wax melts mm. um, but and then yeah we, we saw on Facebook someone was selling some sweets uh, like wholesale sweets so we brought some and we, we started on sweets just on Facebook um, and that's how sort of sweets and sour came about in the first instance. Mm. That's, that's amazing. I mean, we a lot of us had sort of like side hustles in lockdown because obviously, you know, the world came to a grinding halt. And for you, uh, working as a holiday rep, uh, I mean, that's the sort of the, exactly the sort of job that's going to be massively affected by the world going into lockdown, isn't it? Yeah, it was. So as soon as um, we went into lockdown, I had an email from uh, the company I was working for just say all contracts were terminated and they wouldn't be reinstated because um, obviously no one knew how long lockdown was going to last. So. Yeah, it was. It mm. came. I lost my job within seconds, and um, knew that we had to get something sorted. Mm. And Georgia, you were working as uh, a care, a carer, a care worker. Um, I mean, that must have had its own challenges. You know, being locked down and uh, not knowing, you know, what was going on, what the rules were, trying to explain the rules to people that you were caring for, and not really understanding yourself. I mean, it was a very fast-changing situation, wasn't it? It was such a strange situation, and it was just like mad busy and then where we started Sweets and Sour I was doing that as well as Sweets and Sour then I had mm. to go down to part time then eventually I had to stop the caring completely because it was just too like Sweets and grew too big and needed me too much so it was just manic Mm. Was that a tough decision, though, to, like, you know, you had your you had your, your care work, that was kind of your income, um, that, that decision to kind of, like, put that to one side and concentrate on the business? I mean, was that was that sort of something you were kind of like, you know, was that a tough decision for you? It did take me a little while, because I was very, like, to and throwing, should I leave or should I stay? But then it came down to it, and I was like, I can't realistically do two. And there's, like, all I can do is try. So I thought I might as well leave the care job. Mm. and put Sweets and Sour first and then it just shows that it was a good decision because now we are where we are. Absolutely. I mean, just looking at where you are now and thinking it all started just with, you know, you selling some sweets on Facebook Marketplace. So how did it get to that point? I mean, you got you were selling those sweets. How did it kind of go to the next step? How did it go viral online? How did that all happen? So after Facebook, we got an Etsy shop um, and created like a Facebook page, Instagram page and TikTok page. Um, and we started going live on TikTok, packing sweet orders. And then we eventually got our website and we were just going live, packing the orders. And it just gained attention. And it shot from one to two orders a week to a hundred orders a week to now sometimes three to five thousand orders a week. It's 
it's wow. where we've only been trading for three years. It's such a rapid growth in such a short period of time. Mm. Did either of you have any kind of business experience going into this? Or was it literally kind of just learn as you go along and, uh, you know, sort of trial and error kind of thing? Trial and error, I hope for yeah. the best. <laughs> uh, wow. Fingers, cro- fingers crossed it all pays off in the end. We didn't even study business in like no. college. And it got to the point where, obviously, where the business is growing so rapid, coming down to finances, accountancy... <laughs> We knew nothing, so we very quickly had to get an accountant um, because with that registered within six months. So as soon as we hit that £85,000 threshold, we was like, oh my God, we need to go back registered. What even is yeah. that? Like, we were, it, was, it was a quick um, and scary decision how fast, it, how fast it grew when we had no clue about running a business. What I love about you two is that you, you, you had this sort of dream. You sort of saw, I suppose, sort of where it was going and it was something that uh, people, you know, are interested in through the social media interaction. And then you kind of went with it and followed your dreams. I think that's really inspirational. Yeah, as soon as we, start, um, as soon as we saw it start taking off, we knew what we wanted Sweet and Sour to become and we knew we wanted, wanted it to be a viral business that mm. gets products from all around the world. Um, and that when people think of a new product coming out in America, Australia, etc., think of us. Um, so we knew where we wanted to push the business to, but we didn't quite realise mm. how fast the business would get to that stage. Yeah, it's all-consuming. It kind of takes over your life, yeah? Yeah, seven days a week, 12 hours a day. Um, but yeah. we love it. We mm. wouldn't, I wouldn't change my life now for anything else. Although being a holiday rep was my dream job since the age of like four or five, mm. Um, I could not imagine not owning Sweet and Sour now. No. I mean, yeah, it, it is an inspiration talking to you and hearing about sort of you know, how passionate you are about what you do, how you follow your dreams. I mean, how do you kind of, how did you build all those sort of relationships with suppliers all around the world? I mean, how did how did that all, all, all come to be? Well, when we first started uh, gaining traction, we knew that the stock that we was originally getting um, wasn't enough. It was selling out too quickly. Um, so that's when we started searching for suppliers. We started searching for um, different products that was new out. Um, and then we, we just went out there, contacted contacted manufacturers, contacted suppliers and said, this is sweet and sour, this is what we need, this is what we want, can you help? And they said, yeah. And then over the, over the years, it's been built up because of the, the quantity we order. Um, and now we are the first in the UK to get 99% of the products that have been released in America or Australia. Um, or any other country around the world. So it has, mm. our relationship with our suppliers has built up rapidly. Um, and now we are always thought of if a new product's coming out in America, for example, we will usually have it within two days that landed on shelves in like Walmart and Target. It will also be on our shelves here in the UK. Love that. And why do you think, you know, sweets from America, Australia, wherever it would be, why are they so popular with us here in the UK? Why are sort of people going mad for them? I think it's because they're so different. Like, you can get so many different flavours to what you can get in the UK and where it's like you can't get it in like the standard supermarkets you go to where it's so unique I think that's what people like about it mm. and the sugar everyone loves the sugar <laughs> they do um, the, the sugar and the e-numbers are banned here yeah. in the UK they're not able to be produced <laughs> but everyone loves that and also I feel like when we was younger the only place you could sort of get American products from was like Long Acres Garden Centre which mm. the prices are extremely high so where people um, I've seen it all over social media. Like kids these days, all on YouTube, TikTok, are seeing all of these YouTubers eating American candy and snacks, and they want to try it themselves. So that then mm. makes them come to a shop like ours that we can get all of this stuff for them.
Love that. I mean, everyone's loving what you're doing. Maybe apart from dentists. I don't know. Have you got any dentists <laughs> that come in and buy sweets on the quiet, you know? <laughs> no, they're, they're enjoying it as well because we're keeping them in business, you know? So well, yeah, if, if there you go. It, <laughs> Brilliant. We look, we look out for our um, dentists. We're helping them out. Yeah. By giving us all teeth disease, yes. <laughs> Love that. Teeth decay. Teeth decay, yeah. Uh, but anyway, we're going to talk some more. Um, we are going to have some adverts, and then we've we've kind of uh, searched our system for music and songs we could play that might fit in. And there's a song called My Boy Lollipop. So, uh, do you sell do you sell lollipops in your shops, I presume? We sell loads of lollipops. Ah. Loads of them. Well, we will talk some more. Stay with us. <laughs> we'll be back with you shortly. Uh, there we go. Really, really interesting talking to Charlie Wells and uh, part of the Georgia, uh, Georgia Conlan, uh, who have set up this business. It's gone viral. It's going from strength to strength. We'll continue the conversation shortly here on Radio Woken. Online and on DAB Digital Radio. This is Radio Woking. We're joined on the show this morning by Charlie and Georgia from um, Sweets and Sour in Egham. We've been hearing the remarkable story of how this lockdown project has just uh, literally gone from strength to strength. And the next step, you know, you had your online business, uh, Charlie and Georgia. You then thought, right, we're going to open a, a physical shop. I mean, that was, uh, that was in Egham, wasn't it? Yeah, so when we started uh, growing quite rapid, we knew that we wanted to have a shop and that customers could come into. But obviously, getting a shop is the the rents and rates are super, yep. super high, especially around here. And so we knew that we needed to make sure that once we had the shop, that we could still have money coming into the business that would pay for the shop, pay for online whilst the shop was becoming established. Um, and one one day, we, we went into Egham uh, on a Sunday afternoon just to drive down to see what shops were were free um, contacted the letting agent of the shop that we're in now um, and saw him on the Monday and we was going on holiday that Monday for a few days away but we went to see the shop on the Monday and asked the viewer and emailed him put our offer into the shop mm -hmm. and got accepted that day so that was quite a rapid rapid choice of the shop that we wanted we walked into the shop we're in now and fell in love with the space and where it was mm. um, and then, yeah, from then, it took about six to eight months to go through all the legal side. And then we got our shop where we are in Egham. I mean, yeah, that, I mean, so what was on your sort of your shopping list, if you like, when you're looking for shops? What sort of things were you looking for? I mean, was it sort of making sure the location's right and things like that? Location, we need to make sure that it had a big enough space out the back as well so we could run it online from. Because um, at the time when we was getting the shop, it was only myself and Georgia and Georgia's sister who worked here. Um, so we knew that we had a busy online and we needed to open a shop. So we needed to be all in one place. Mm. And we couldn't be driving backwards and forwards to do online orders and then opening the shop. So that was the main part. We also wanted to make sure that it was modern. It looked modern because we didn't have time or mm. stuff to, you know, redo the shop. We needed it to look modern and ready to go. Yes, so sort of ready to go, uh, ready for you to get set up. And I understand that you, uh, you've you kind of changed the direction uh, of a shop somewhat. Uh, so the shop's now more of a, uh, a sort of traditional sweet shop. Um, and then the the imports are mainly online. Is that how things are now? Yeah, so imports are staying online. Um, the shop done well for the first six months as, as imports. Um, then it sort of became a shop where people just walk past and no one would come in. Um, and it's been like that for, I'd say, about eight months, um, which I didn't really pay too much attention to because online was making a killer and it was paying for the shop. Um, and then one day I just sat, sat, we sat down looking at the figures of the shop and I was like, this isn't, this can't go on. Um, 
the shop's not paying for itself. Online's paying for everything. Um, so I actually tried to leave the shop lease, um, but we're in contract until minimum of next October. Mm. So it's going to be like £46,000 to leave the lease right now, um, which obviously, as a small business, we're not going to do. Um, so we thought, right, what's going to work? We knew we'd been asked for a pick and mix and traditional sweets. And on the Friday night when we made that decision, by the Sunday we was closed, and three weeks later, yeah. <laughs> we've opened a traditional sweet shop in Egham. And this was yesterday, the sort of the big relaunch. So what to the people at Egham, what's the reaction been to, uh, you know, the uh, the new shop that opened yesterday? It's been amazing. There's been so many people who came to the shop, like, before we changed it, who said how much better it is and how much you love it. There's so many, like, new faces that we've never seen before. Yeah, it was crazy. Mm. And, like is just stuff was selling like we didn't have like five minutes where there was no customers in the shop yesterday which we haven't had since we first opened really have we it was crazy people was queuing uh, when we opened and all day it was just it was so busy and mm. um, we were due to shut up four yesterday but we actually shut just before five because just before four we had about mm-hmm. what 30, 40 people come running in amazing it was absolutely mental i think we served just under 200 customers yesterday that, um, that's impressive. You, know, you must, be, you must feel so, yeah, so proud, you know, that you've, you've got to that point from where you've come from that lockdown project to where you are now with a successful shop and an online business. I mean, it's an amazing journey you've both been on. Yeah, we're super proud um, because there's been so many ups and downs with business, as I'm sure you can imagine, yes. and especially the we're in now. Um, sweet is, is a luxury, so it's not a, it's not a need. So some, sometimes... The highs are high, but the lows are definitely low. So there's been mm-hmm. so many points where we're like, do we give up? Um, but seeing yesterday, our staff all there in their uniform, serving customers, and everyone happy in our shop with mm-hmm. the business that myself and Georgia have created, it's sort of that moment in life where you know that you've done well. Yeah. Um, so we were last night super, super proud of ourselves, the you team, be. Yeah. and the business that we've created in the last three years. And, you know, we know, we mentioned the cost of living, the, the fact that, you know, the high street is becoming just like, I don't know, like the same kind of chain shops. Uh, so independent businesses like you, they sort of breathe life into the high street. It gives people a reason to come to somewhere like Egham, isn't it, really, rather than go to one of these out-of-town supermarkets? Yeah, I've always lived around this area, and, and Egham's always been sort of a town that's got loads of barbers, nail shops, cafes, charity shops, and... When I started get, looking in the process of getting the shop, you can see why. Because the rents and the rates are so high that most independent businesses can't afford that. Or if they can, mm-hmm. after a few few months trading, where the trade isn't that high um, for some businesses, they can't afford to keep the shop going. Like the shop, the the company that was in this shop before us, they got out of their lease three years early because they was like a repair shop, and they was getting no one through the door. And when we came to look at it, they said, "Just be aware that." We're leaving the shop because we had no trade. But with us, we thought, well, mm. we're sweet. But people are going to come into yeah. the shop. But because of the, the high rates and the rent of the high street, it's pushing businesses away, which means it's pushing the trade away. So people aren't walking down the high street unless, you know, that they've got something they have to do. They're not going to walk down and look at 10 different charity shops and five different barbers mm. and 12 different nail salons. It's all very samey-samey. Yeah. So you're just providing something different. And do you think that, that people are seeing what you're doing online and they're thinking, oh, you've got a shop in Egham and you know, local people may be thinking, oh, I'm going to go down and check it out? Yeah, so many people that came to our open day yesterday said they've come uh, to see the shop because of our, the articles we've been in over the last few days mm-hmm. um, and obviously the media coverage. Yeah. Um, and that's sort of the plan. We've, 
we know we're here in the shop in Egham, so we want to sort of give Egham a bit of life again because when you look out there some days, it is the, the town is such a, a quiet town sometimes. So hopefully, um, due to this, the people are going to start coming into Egham, shopping with us, and then also shopping in a few of the other independent retail shops that are opening in Egham. Um, and bring it a bit more life. Yeah. And Georgia, do you think that, you know, obviously you two as a, a couple, do you think this journey you've been on together, do you think it sort of brought you closer together um, as a couple in your relationship? Definitely, 100%, because where we're together, like, all the time every day, we get to each other a lot more than, like, if, like, if you had two people working, like, a nine-to-five job Monday to Friday, different companies, you would only see each other sort of in the evening or like, the weekends, but yeah. we are lucky to get to spend all the time that we do together. Perfect. I just love this whole journey. It's just brilliant. So, um, uh, yeah, what what's the future going to hold? Where would, where do you sort of see things going from here? Hopefully, just getting bigger and better. To be honest, mm. and hopefully, like in the long run, possibly open more like yeah, more, more shops around mm-hmm. like the UK and Ooh. grow our range of products online. Um, one of our plans is to go international, which we already ship worldwide. So we've already ticked that off our goal. Um, yeah get everyone in the world to know that if they want sweets and treats, sweets and flowers is the place to be. There you go. Absolutely. So if we're coming to Egham, where can we find you? So we're 79 High Street, Egham, which is opposite the church and next to um, Anna's Nail Salon, uh, just on the unpedestrianised bit of the High Street. And we're open seven days a week. Um, Monday to Friday is 10 till 430 Saturdays 10 till 4 and Sundays 11 till 4. So come and see us. Mm, just open then today. I, I heard anyone on the door going with their people coming in. That's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, what, uh, what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Well. yeah. So thank you so much for telling us about it. And if we want to follow your journey on, on social media online, how do you do that? Um, so on TikTok, where we've got 163,000 followers, it's Sweets and Sour Stains. And then Facebook is Sweets and Sour One. And our Instagram is sweetsandflower.co.uk, which is also our website to shop all of our range. Brilliant. Charlie, Georgia, thank you so much for coming on. It's just been really lovely to hear this this success story, and I wish you every continued success with your business. Thanks so thank much for having so us. Thank you very much. Next time we're going I'll pop in and say hi in person. <laughs> Yes, Brilliant. Sure you do. There you go. Thank you very much. There we go. Charlie and Georgia there. Uh, sweets and sour. What a, a brilliant story.